0: Okay, mama, you find yourself doing so much for your teen daughter only for her to say, I don't need your help. You're probably probably like me who decided to leave your career to stay at home or work part-time so that you can be home to care for your kids and feel underappreciated by them when they won't even listen to you, right? In this episode, I'm addressing this feeling of not being appreciated or valued by your teen girl and the reasons. Why it is okay to be okay with it? This is my favorite topic. Stay tuned. Now, Mama, did you know there's a mom community for you, a mom of tween and teen girls? If you're looking for a community you can connect with moms in the same season who understand, who share ideas, encourage, and cheer you on, I invite you to come and join us at linktree forward slash Jeannie Baldomero. You will find our mom community there. That's linktree forward slash Jeannie Hey mama, welcome to Raising Her Confidently. Do you want to have open communication with your teen daughter? Do you find yourself constantly thinking about how to talk to your teen or why your girl is not opening up to you? Do you wake up with confident intentions only to feel confused and frustrated when all you get are one word answers from your daughter again? Hey, I'm Jeannie. I too was a mom raising young teens. I too felt grieved by the loss of my sweet talkative little girl. I wanted her to come to me about anything, even if she was scared and listen to my advice. But I kept thinking, she won't listen to me and I don't know how to approach her until I found tools to create open communication. In this podcast, we'll find how to connect and talk to your team and create a safe space for her to go to so that you will have that close relationship you dreamed of. Go grab your glass of Merlot and throw off those fuzzy slippers and let's dig in together. I hear over and over with moms I've spoken to and the moms I have mentored that they feel so underappreciated when it comes to their teens, specifically from their daughters. I feel a pain and hurt from the stories I hear of moms feeling undervalued by the actions from their daughters and the words coming out of their mouths like, leave me alone. You're smothering me. Or why are you always in my business? Ouch. Does that sound familiar? However, as common as this is, it still hurts nonetheless. It does something to a mama heart, especially when you have sacrificed so much for your family and especially for your daughter. So I too decided to leave my teaching career and stay at home to raise my children. It was important to us. Now, not everyone is able to do this and that is okay, but the desire... I believe to be available is still the same, whether you are a stay-at-home mom or working full-time. So I get you. I got you, mama, who's working full-time. I I hear your heart. You're still there for your team. I also struggled with feeling underappreciated with my kids, by my kids, until I sat in a Sunday service one morning. We were in a series on parenting. It was a relationship uh, series, and this specific sermon was on parenting. And my pastor's sermon just clicked and everything all of a sudden made sense. This is why I'm so passionate and so excited to be talking about this specific topic today. Today, I'm going to share this with you and the three reasons why it's okay to feel like your daughter doesn't need you as much as she once did. Are you ready? Okay, here we go. Number one, your role has changed. That's one reason to be okay because your role has changed. My friend and our pastor emeritus at the church that I, the local church that I attend, that my my husband and I attend, Mike Meeks, um, this was a sermon that he shared and it all of a sudden clicked. He was talking about the different stages of parenting. So there are stages of parenting and we know that as parents because we feel the seasons. We've gone through, I'd say, three of them already. I'm, I mean, believe it or not, if you haven't realized that we've gone through three seasons of parenting. And I'm going to identify them for you right now and see if you can recognize where these stages fit when while raising your kids. The first stage is nursing. Nursing stage is usually around the ages of zero to three years old. This is the stage where parents are literally the nurses to their children. Children their children are limited to the basic essentials of care for themselves. So we are literally nursing our children. We're feeding them. We're changing them. We're changing their diapers. We're helping them with uh, cleaning themselves. That is the nursing stage. And then we have, after, between, I'd say, four to about nine, maybe even ten, we have the queen-king stage. And this is typically during the toddler preschool elementary school stage this is where kids are a bit more independent right they no longer need to change themselves they may have some couple reminders to brush their teeth but you don't need to brush their teeth nor do you need to spoon feed your children anymore right so the king queen stage is really what it sounds like mom and dad are queen and king of the house we set the rules and you follow them. You simply obey them. And there are consequences if you do not obey them. Mom and dad rule the kingdom and they will be right. So that is the elementary stage, the queen-king stage. And this was actually fun for my husband and I because this was a great time for us to really enforce our values and shape the character of our children. This was actually a time where we intentionally homeschooled our children during these formative years to share and to instill the core values that we had for our family and shaping their character. So that's the king-queen stage. The next stage is the coaching stage, which is typically around 9, 10 to about 18 years old. This is typically during the adolescent stage of our children. And I'll go back to the coach stage in a minute. And then we have the friend stage, which is typically 18 and above while when they are adults, this is the stage where parents are no longer the absolute, they are no longer the, um, I need to tell you what to do. Basically, they're no longer responsible for their child, right? But they, the goal is really to be their friend. And I know that's. Every goal for every parent is to be friends with their children, to enjoy them at the level that we're enjoying our own parents and our own friends in this season. So 18 and above, your role as a parent is friend. And our hopes is that you are not the all answer, but you're a friend who will give them advice when they solicit it, right? And what a great way to have a friendship with your child Where they come to you for advice because they want it, not because you're enforcing it on them, right? So that's simply, well, at least it's my goal to be friends with my daughter when she is an adult. So let's go back to the coaching stage. Um, And that is the third reason, right? The third reason is you are a coach in this stage. Believe it or not, Mama, um, if that's what clicked for me when I heard it in the sermon, I was like, oh, I've been stuck in the queen stage and butting my heads with my children who no longer need a queen mom, they need a coach mom. And so I needed to shift my role of who I was as mom in their life, what my expectations were, and, my, and I guess the expectations of my kids, right? So what exactly is a coach? Well, a coach is somebody who guides their players within a game or somebody who mentors uh, their, mentors someone that needs their help, basically, right? So it's a mentor or a coach that calls the plays, right, for the players. So that is your role. An example is, um, you know, in the Queen-King stage, our mentality is it's my way or the highway. But as your child gets older, right, and the natural progression is for them to become more and more independent, This is a stage where uh, it really is a roller coaster. Kids don't understand that, although as much as they want to be independent, it just doesn't happen in a snap because there are so many things that need to first experience. They need to learn how to set some boundaries for themselves as well as uh, some time for guidance, right? And so we know that at 10 or 11, they're not quite ready to be independent the way an adult is. So this is the formative years of slowly releasing them into the independence that they so crave, right? And so now the type of mom they need is not a mom that tells them yes or no. They need a mom that tells them, well, this is the way to go, maybe, right? It's a maybe, well, this is what I would do within boundaries, go do it. This is the gameplay, go do it right we don't force them like we did in elementary school we don't force them to eat the broccoli now we put the broccoli on the plate it's their choice to eat it right that's the independence that's happening in this stage of of adolescence here's a story my daughter is a ballet dancer uh, she's a competitive ballet dancer her you know her desire is to become a professional dancer uh, one day and during competition competition season, she has a coach. And her coach, her role with her coach is during rehearsals, um, her coach gives her corrections, watches her dance, uh, teaches her the uh, variation, helps her with the choreography, um, and watches her and corrects her technique. Although There are some rehearsals where my daughter will practice on her own for a couple hours without her coach, but utilizing the corrections that were made during the time she had her rehearsals with her coach. And over time, during uh, competition season, when it's the day of competition, over time, her coach has pulled away with the type of interaction she has with her backstage she no longer really, Ava really no longer needs uh, her to be by her side like she did in the beginning when she first started competing. Now her coach goes off and talks to other coaches, but keeps a close eye on her uh, in case she may need her. But Ava, my daughter, <laughs> is on her own warming up and knowing what is confident of what to do backstage, what she needs for herself to get ready. And her, by the way, her coach is not on stage with her when it's competition time, when it's showtime, her coach is not on on the stage with her, it's Ava by herself doing the dance with her coach on the side of the stage, you know, watching her, supporting her in that way. So that is our role as mom in this stage as coach, we are on the sidelines, we can give them the corrections, we can give them the game plan, but they're the ones that need to go and execute it, right? That is what your daughter needs right now. So when she does say, why are you always in my business? Leave me alone. You're smothering me. Maybe it's because we're on stage with them when they no longer need us to be on stage, that we need to back up, get in the sides side of the stage with our game plan, ready to coach them when they need it, but yet allow them to do their thing on stage and make their choices. Does that make sense? So that is our role as coach in this season. What an aha moment, right? So it does make sense when our daughters are saying things like that, although it's mean and we feel underappreciated, maybe it's time for us to let go a little, step back a little and switch our role and understand that they really don't need us as much as they thought we thought they did, right? And that is okay, mama. That is okay. The third reason, you still get to set the game plan, right? As the coach, you get to set the game plan. You get to decide what it's going to look like. Just like a coach on a playing field, they get to call the game, the game plan. They get to call The uh, like in football, they what is the word? Um, the play, they get to call the play, and it's up to the players to execute it. Just like you, Mama, you get to set the boundaries, and it's up to her to follow and execute it. Right. So that's what it looks like. We give them the space after we give them the game plan and all the expectations. So basically, it's we set the expectation, and step back and expect them. To choose around those expectations. So those are the three reasons. Simple as that. Our role has changed. You are now coach. You still get to set the game plan. Now, why is this okay? Think about the stages of parenting I just shared with you. Take a real honest look at where you are. Are you stuck in Queen's stage? Are you moving too fast as a friend? Are you right where you're supposed to be as a coach, calling the plays and allowing her to do the playing? This will help you understand the great areas where you may feel undervalued. You have a job to do and that's being a coach. Go grab that whistle and that playbook and as my friend would say, get her done, right? You got this, mama. You are now coach. It's okay that she doesn't need you as much because your role has changed. This is a great sign that your daughter is growing to be an independent young woman and you get to enjoy watching her grow, be um, redefined and shaped as you watch along the sidelines. Will you share your discoveries with us in our mom group? And if you're not a part of that yet, you can join us at linktree forward slash Jeannie balamero. I'll see you there. Hey friend, if this podcast inspired you or encouraged you or helped you in any way, I'd love for you to share it. You can screenshot this episode and share it in your stories on social media or text it to a friend who can use the support. It's the best way you can thank me. I want to let other mamas know they are not alone. I'd love to stay connected with you. You can find me on Instagram at Jeannie Baldomero or join my free mom support community at Linktree backslash genie baldomero until next time live full of grace genie